Arthur, I have some bad news for you. <laughs> this is the last time we'll be meeting. You don't listen, do you? You just ask the same questions every week. How's your job? Are you having any negative thoughts? All I have are negative thoughts. Hello, movie fans, and welcome to the latest edition of Jason and Josh Fight About the Movies. We just walked out of one of the most talked about, one of the most anticipated films of this season. Um, we just saw Joker uh, with Joaquin Phoenix. And Josh, your jo- uh, by the way, I'll, I'll remind the folks, if you don't know who we are, I am Jason Evans. I'm here with Josh Sewell. We're both members of the Atlanta Film Critics Society Circle. Sorry, the Atlanta <laughs> Film Critics Circle. Got to get the name right. Uh, and Josh, as always, it will fall to you to tell people a little bit about what this film is about. All right. Well, it is your <laughs> I may be editorializing a little bit. It is to me your your typical supervillain origin story. So it is the Joker that we know from the comic books, but a a sort of unofficial version of how he becomes the Joker. He begins the movie Joaquin Phoenix plays Arthur Fleck, who is uh, mentally unstable. Uh, That's charitable, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Who lives with his mother and who just sort of uh, is meant to represent the the downtrodden and the spit upon, who just gets one indignity after another piled upon him until through a combination of, you know, the dude from Network, Matt as hell, not going to take it anymore, with a combo of instability, just decides to joker out and start meeting out his own form of justice. So. That, that sums it up pretty well. So I'll start with my feeling about the film, because I think we feel a little bit differently. The, we may actually fight. We may fight a little <laughs> bit, yes. Uh, the first two-thirds or so of the movie are a descent into madness. You are spending all your time with a character who's... Uh, it's not just that we think he's mentally deranged. He's, he's, it's actually it's abundantly clear. He has a card he hands people to explain his mental affliction. Um, and, and you're descending and understanding why you're descending into madness with him. The final third feels like a comic book movie. The pace picks up a lot. The action picks up a lot. Um, and, and you get, I don't want to call it a satisfactory or a satisfying conclusion, but you, you get a, a conclusion. It's a, it's a compelling conclusion. Yes, you get something that makes sense based on the character and based on where you sort of know he needs to go. I, I, I thought, first of all, I'll start with the performance what Joaquin Phoenix does in this movie is transformative. It is just remarkable. What he does to his body is amazing. What he does with, uh, with his laugh, with his inflection, with his face. I I think he will absolutely be in the best actor conversation for this, for this film. It's a disturbing performance, but damn it. It's supposed to be a disturbing performance. Your turn. Yeah, he, I, no disagreement about Joaquin Phoenix. He's fantastic. He is when you picture Joaquin Phoenix as the Joker, he gives you what you think you're going to get. Um, he's he's always been known as an intense actor, and so to apply that to uh, a character as well known and as frequently portrayed as the Joker is a little risky. But you know, this is it makes you completely forget about the god awful Jared Leto version, like almost immediately. I think you're going to hear him spoken in the same tones as Heath Ledger 
um, unquestionably. Yeah. Totally agree he's in the running for a Best Actor nomination. If nothing else, then um, I think the old adage applies here that, like, for a lot of Oscar voters, best is e- equals most. <laughs> and so, and it is a most acting performance, yeah. this most actor, he's a shoe-in. Because he is, I mean, this is, your mileage may vary for some people. I mean, like, this is capital A acting. I mean, he is going for it. And for some people, that's a cool, interesting thing to watch. For some people, not me as much, but it came close. It gets real close to overbearing real quick. Um, I I do – I I am interested to see how the audience responds to – the, the portrayal like I, I, we were talking a little bit before we started I do think this is a polarizing film I think unquestionably yeah, yeah. I think takes from moviegoers are going to be all over the board I, I, I think it's going to be tough to nail down like a consensus on this film well and yeah and I think it's going to be the kind of movie that people are either going to love or they're going to hate that seems like a simple way to put it but it doesn't feel to me like the kind of movie where there are going to be a lot of people who are like yeah that was okay and I don't really need to talk about it anymore it's the kind of movie where you either want to walk out and go I hate it this and I hated that and this really bothered me or you're going to walk out and you're going to be like oh my gosh I love the way this happened and I love the way they they brought that out and and I'm in the latter camp and I think you're in the former camp I was going to say I think I'm going to be your outlier because I walked out and I was like it was fine yeah it's it to me and I I was it was it was weird feeling myself you know my my real job in air quotes that you can't see on a podcast <laughs> is is an, I'm a college English teacher and it was weird how quick I slipped into English teacher mode and the analogy that I kept thinking of is like this is a it's like a well written freshman English paper where like the formatting is good the sentences sound good everything's spelled correctly it, it looks great the cinematography's great it's a it's a fantastic movie the performances are solid but at the end I was just like it's it's not saying anything to me like to me it feels like that really over eager film student who just watched Taxi Driver for the first time and was like oh my god have you guys seen this movie it's called Taxi Driver and we're like yeah, man, we've, we've seen Taxi Driver or The King of Comedy. And it's it's very clear it wears those uh, influences on its sleeve. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you don't cast Robert De Niro. You don't have uh, Phoenix's character do some, some very obvious hand gestures that he does in the movie without going like, Taxi Driver, am I right? And after about the 15th or 20th, like, Taxi Driver and King of Comedy, right? I just kept waiting for it to do something apart from that. You know, like the the New York City in this, which is Gotham, but it's New York City. Um, it's very much Taxi Driver New York City. It's grimy. This, this Arthur Fleck is Travis Bickle with a little bit of Jack Nicholson Joker mixed in saying this town needs an enema. Yeah. Well, I, I, I mean, the film is also set in the same time. It, it is, yeah. It's set in that... I guess late 70s, early 80s New York, probably more like early 80s. I, there, there are a number of uh, there, there are movie marquees that they put up, and I, I, I would have to look up the films to figure out exactly when they are, but my bet is that they are early 80s. Yeah, this is, this is pre-Giuliani kicking all the porn theaters out of Times Square, New York. Right, right, yeah, exactly. This is where there's super rats, right? <laughs> like, that's like a big thing that made me laugh in the movie is like, it's so bad that the rats are mutating into super rats. So, But, but uh, so... 
Uh, let me put this question to you then. So what did Taxi Driver, what was the point of Taxi Driver? What did Taxi Driver do that this movie doesn't? Because I think they are somewhat comparable in that, to me, what this movie does is it puts you in the mouth of madness and it takes you on the journey and you understand in a realistic kind of way. Like, it's a comic book movie, but it's not a comic book movie. It doesn't, it doesn't descend into comic book craziness to, to a large extent, maybe a little bit at the very end. But to me, what I, what I appreciated about it was a realistic depiction of someone going crazy. Yes. It, I, I don't know how real- And that's what Taxi Driver is. Yeah, I don't know how realistic I would call it, but I will, I will agree that it's a descent into madness in a film. This screams movie that they wanted to make, but the market won't support it right now, so you have to Trojan horse it into a comic book movie. So it's like, I want to make a movie about a man going insane. Yeah, nobody's going to see that. What if he's the Joker? You know, and and so it just, it felt a little, I mean, it's a Joker movie. It's going to feel this way. It felt really cynical to me. It felt pretty nihilistic. Um, I get that it's a, and... and oh, wait, the Joker's an, an anarchist. Yeah, and, I know, yeah. And he says, he goes, I, there's a one point in the movie, it's not a spoiler. He says, I have no politics. And, and there's a lot of politics in this movie, but he's like, I've got no politics. He, he exists yeah. to create chaos. Yeah, he, say, he says, I don't believe in anything. He, he literally says that, so like, there's no subtext in the film. <laughs> and it's, it's him using the chaos of things that other people believe in to create his own madness, which to me is where that cynicism and nihilism come in, which that's some people's cup of tea. Like, I'm not, if but I it's can... accidental. He doesn't, like, one of the things that I kind of like is that he is part of it, but he, doesn't, he didn't intentionally create it. Yeah, 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 but he, yeah, he's he plays a part in it. He doesn't do it on purpose, but he's not mad at it. You know, like he doesn't feel he's not bad. mad at anything other yeah. than the world. <laughs> but just I keep coming back to one of the things that works best about the Joker in the comics and in previous iterations of the character is he's much scarier and to me much more interesting when you don't have an origin story. And it's just it just feels the the whole enterprise. Like I said, like it's beautifully shot. I don't know if you can say something and it makes sense about a movie this dirty and gross looking, but it looks incredible. The cinematography cinematography is fantastic. The score is terrific. Oh, the score is incredible. Um, Joaquin, the use of music is beautiful. Yeah, Joaquin Phoenix. Like I said, I really liked. Uh, the, the different spin they put on the Wayne family that was interesting some of it went a little bonkers uh, you know getting into spoiler territory and stuff there was a couple of uh, plot developments that I rolled my eyes at a little bit because it just makes everything a little too easy a little bit a little bit I, I want to yeah. tell you so yeah spoiler alert there this is Gotham this is the Joker there are uh, members of the Wayne family involved in the story we're not going to get into the ways they're involved in the story I actually thought so I thought the Wayne's family's involvement really diminished from the story. I wanted it to be Joker, and it and it starts to go places where it's more than the Joker, and it's the entire Batman universe. And I was like, no, don't. I don't need that. So, yeah, and, and there are just several places in the film where it feels like if they had just ended the scene a few seconds earlier and left a little more open to interpretation or to the imagination, it would have felt less like... Todd Phillips was like in the theater next to you, elbowing you in the ribs, like, ah, uh, hey, uh, hey, get yeah, look, it, look, look, get I'm it. Look, I'm doing the Batman movie. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, man, I, I get it, get it, yeah, get it. let's all calm down. Um, but 
yes, there are things that I really, I mean, enjoyed is the wrong word for this film, I think. Like, it makes it an interesting experience. Um, but it's just there's a, a few things that, that really bugged me. Uh, they completely waste Zazie Beetz in this movie, who was in Deadpool, who was in Atlanta. Um, you know, much like... Uh, well, look, they to, to be honest... They waste every character who isn't named Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah. The whole movie is with every single second, pretty much, of the movie is with him, as it should be for that performance to, to grab you. I mean, anytime you aren't with him, it would be a, a waste. Yeah, and it, which is weird when he's in practically every shot of the film. Um, but, there, you know, there are elements to her character that... Um, that when when certain things about her character are revealed, like I, I genuinely was taken aback that they were played the way they were. Like it's it's like the movie's going like ah, and I was like no, I thought like I thought that's what was happening. Like and so I don't know. There are some of the some of the plot resolutions are a little muddled to me. Like I don't know if they were intentionally trying to be obvious with things or if they were playing things as twists that were just blatantly obvious from 100 miles away if that makes sense so I, I, I see what you're saying um, and I don't disagree that and, and it's, it's difficult we're, we're having it, folks if you notice we're the conversation feels a little strange. It's because we are desperately trying not to spoil things. There are spoilers that would diminish, I think, your enjoyment of the film and you're experiencing it from the way we experienced it. I'll I'll close with this. Um, I think it's an awards-caliber film. I found traveling on that course into madness, um, though a little bit slow at the start, the first 30 minutes or so, I was a little bit like, are we going to get moving here? Is there, you know... um, but uh, I, I didn't mind it. I thought the payoff was great. And, and to me, it's one of the better films I've seen this year and certainly one of the top performances of, the, of this year. Go ahead, sum it up. Give us your take on it, which is going to be different, and then we'll call it quits. <laughs> yeah, I, w- I would say it's, it's definitely a movie worth seeing. Like, it's... Good. It's not, <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, it's not like anything else out right now. It's like a lot of things you've seen before, but... That, that, it's trying to bring back types of storytelling that there's not really a market for right now. And well, but, but and let me say, those things you've seen before are considered great films. They are, and it's, they also have those shirts in Hot Topic. Like, it's <laughs> it, it just, it really, it feels like you're making a copy of a copy to me. Like, those, those films are fine the way they are. Now, if this movie sends 14-year-old kids to watch Taxi Driver and King of Comedy, awesome. More power to it, but I do like I don't want this to supplant those films in the consciousness as somehow newer equals better. Um, that's just a personal gripe. But um, the other, I can understand that. Yeah. yeah, the other, the other big qualm I have about it, and this is what I'll close with, is it comes real close to portraying mil- mental illness as a superpower to me. Which I think is I'm not one of these people like this movie's sending dangerous messages. I think this everything you're hearing in the news right now is that's super crazy. O- that's crazy. Super overblown. But I think portraying that the that the heart of the Joker's power is his mental illness is a lot different than saying this crazy guy's a murderer. I think those are two different things. And so it, it feels like the movie doesn't. Re- it feels like the movie sides more on one side of that argument than I would like for it to. All right, so I I can see what you're saying. I'll rebut it by saying I don't feel like the film ever presents the Joker as having 
superpowers or anything close to that. He's not physically imposing. He's not unnaturally strong or anything like that. It's just that the the Gotham police are super incompetent. Yes, well, well, but I was going to say the... The only superpower to some extent that his insanity gives him is a complete lack of conscience and, um, and an ability to, to act however he pleases without, without worrying about the consequences because consequences don't matter to someone who's a sociopath and that's where he goes to over the course of the film. So, you know, uh, I can see some people saying they're bothered by the depiction of, um, of insanity and mental illness, but uh, this is the Joker, and and I don't, you know, I don't know how you even begin to make this movie without. He's got to be crazy. That's what oh, the Joker yeah. is. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not arguing he shouldn't be crazy. It just feels like it's weird that like the that him coming off of his meds is his origin story. Uh, I'm not going to spoil things, but I, I think there's something else that drives his origin story other than coming off of his meds. I, yeah, and I could see that, and everybody else is like, what are you talking about? So we should probably shut <laughs> up, right? <laughs> All right, so, so last word to, to sum it up very quickly. I, I Again, I think it's an incredible, fabulous film. I think it's a film people will, um, if not enjoy seeing, they will appreciate the craft they're seeing on screen. I, I think... You don't think it's quite as enjoyable as I do, if I can, and yeah. and uh, but but you also believe it's a a film worth seeing and a performance worth seeing. It's worth seeking out and giving a sh- giving a shot. Like I said, your mileage may vary. This is not one that I'm going to say, "Oh my God, stay away from this movie." It's it's awful. It's not like it's it's fine. Like it's 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 a trip to the movies that doesn't feel like a, a giant waste of money, which you can't say about everything these days. So. Yeah. Amen, amen. And with that, we will sign off here on Jason and Josh fight about the movies. A little bit of a squabble here about Joker, but we both. It's worth seeing. Hope you enjoy it, and we'll see you at the movies. For my whole life, I didn't know if I even really existed. But I do. And people are starting to notice. You think this is funny? Is this a joke to you? Murray, one small thing. Yeah. When you bring me out, can you introduce me as Joker?